welcome to Love Lighthouse and this broadcast. I am pray that God works through me in a way which helps everybody um, to the best of my ability and for the best outcomes. I'm looking specifically again at Canada. I've seen there are a lot of different um, things going on, obviously, all around the world. I think this is important because um, it affects people all over the world and not just in, <laughs> that's interesting, Canada itself. Mm. So um, here's what I think. I think it, it is good that people did listen. You know, I was saying about the importance of removing any kind of forms of defamatory. And another close word to that, which sounds similar, is inflammatory, um, which someone else had mentioned um, during the Prime Minister's uh, question time, I believe it was, yesterday. I think that that's really good that people removed these different signs. It's very important, um, you know, leaders when they take on these positions have a huge responsibility. Um, I know myself, like I have a huge responsibility not to um, speak like that to anyone um, or not to instigate anything like that. And I have actually been put into situations where I have heard other people speak like that just through utter, nothing else than utter jealousy. Um, and just, they've just been obviously very jealous of me, very nasty. And, uh, you know, there's nothing that I have said or done to them to cause that. They've just, they just have an obsession with me and they just obviously don't have God in their lives and they have spouted forth. So I really just do not feel that that's appropriate to ever speak like that to anyone um, and certainly not to, to Justin Trudeau, despite the fact he has got a leadership position which is asking you to do things which I have not done. So, look, you know what I mean? I'd never do anything like that. I have no look reason for any response or, or nastiness at all. Um, I'm a very good person and do all the right things by God and try my utter best. Um, and I think perhaps Justin is doing that as well. I just believe that, you know, it's a very difficult position that he has where he's mandated a vaccine now and... Um, he has to kind of work out the next steps with how to go about uh, in terms of any roadmaps that make sense for his own people in that particular country. Um, but I do think inevitably it's never right or fair to just use those types of words to someone that hasn't particularly said that to you. I mean, he is not saying those different kind of things to you he hasn't instigated anything like that but he'd be more than justified to say that back um but obviously he is in a particular formal situation and he's going ahead doing all the best he can there so it is uh, very good that people have removed as i said those particular inflammatory defamatory um signs and posters and there was a lot of good posters up it just makes it clearer it makes the message a little bit more 
easier to understand. Like you're not going to get your message across to someone if you're being rude or nasty. They're just going to see that and they're going to think, well, that's not appropriate. These people aren't coming from a place of appropriateness. And they will ignore it because it's not having any weight in terms of, you know, when you're saying nasty things or you're doing things out of spite, it's therefore not going to be effective or come across in the right way. So, of course, he's going to ignore it. How can you get your message across? So, obviously, the messages can get across a lot better now that people have removed any inflammatory or defamatory things but it's also understandable on the other side to a certain extent not to be saying nasty things but it's understandable that and there are some people that would be really um heated with regards to being told to have an injection of a particular type or sort of any drug and that whether or not they did that especially with the science and all that's been proven here with regards to the track records with these situations and these things like you know particularly with all that with what's happened as a result of some people having the injection with uh, how it's tested with um you know all these different things and then on top of that them being controlled or coerced as a result of that whether they have it or not they are absolutely right to be heated about that situation given the circumstances of the vaccine itself so that's understandable it's not understandable for them to be perhaps for people to be being rude um to a certain extent obviously though but i mean pushing something like that again I'm saying this on the teeter-tottering edge because I haven't done anything like that. I wouldn't do that. So I don't really know. Like, if you know, to be honest with you, it is teeter-tottering. They are kind of, they are right to be heated about it. But as I said, um, it's really important that both parties are heard and understood um, in terms of people that are speaking appropriately to one another, that's for sure. So with Justin, it's important that, you know, if he's saying that he wants people to, I mean, what's he calling? I don't think he's actually done it himself. I'm not sure. I need to listen back. I think he's called on other leaders to speak to the people. And I don't think he's actually done that himself. I don't think he's made any commands yet himself. He's commanded others, but I don't think he's made any commands to the people himself. So I don't know um, what these other uh, leaders are doing if they're going ahead and actually following through with his requests to, I mean, what is it he's saying? I don't know. I mean, it's quite unclear. It would be good to get some clarity. Um, I know he's complaining, but I don't know what he's actually asking for or commanding. So I think it would be good to get clarity on that. I don't think he likes the fact that the bridges are being blocked and different things. And that there's perhaps um, an area whereby there's like a trade route. So I think if that's being blocked... Because obviously with that trade, um, 
it will be providing different perhaps necessities for the people that live in that part of the country or all throughout the country or maybe even beyond Canada I really don't know but I would imagine that for that particular route he wants that unblocked so he's making complaints with regards to the fact it's kind of slowing everything down um with regards to the rights to the to protest there are fair rights to protest sensibly um in ways that aren't uh you know involving like any kind of form of like hate crime in other words like you know saying stuff or being nasty in terms of inflammatory language towards Justin's completely like unacceptable um so obviously that is not look a right so these different aspects which are pinpointed to that make uh, a stance almost top over like tipple over into um or topple over rather into like a kind of a position of being like against the actual um overall what's good for all people so like you know those types of words in front of like young children perhaps um just that towards Justin anything like that uh, or any other kind of things that make it like you know a form of harassment um makes it unacceptable especially if it's like you know against other people or the other people are having to kind of like put up with it um so the other residents and things so it is a two-way balance it is really important um to understand that yes expressing one's opinions as long as they're not entering into hate crime or really you know derogatory defamatory inflammatory kind of things is absolutely fine of course if someone does that to you you're more than justified to do that back but you know most people don't justin hasn't done that as far as i can see and certainly not up front but um yeah once it enters into that situation it just isn't doable like it no longer becomes um workable or it doesn't make like a kind of a good point anymore once it enters into that position um i think it's good that some people were helping to to tidy up and to clean up but that isn't you know unless it's their mess if they're going out with and into a different area or whatever that's not for you to have to clean up or to do that's not your responsibility I wouldn't think that's the people that you know are doing these things or dropping these things that's their responsibility not yours you do not have to go around picking things up um around the place unless it's you or your group so um these are the things I have to say about this. I'm trying to think if anything else comes across. I think, you know, you have to listen to him. If he is a designated um, leader in that that spot, in that position, then you need to do what he's asking you to do. But as I say, I understand that he hasn't actually, I don't think he's asked them to do anything. I think that he's only... He's only asked other people to do it, so hmm, I don't know if he's trying to make other people leaders of this now or something. So it's it's quite confusing. Let's see.
Oops. Are we suggesting a protest? Fancy something delish? Excuse me about this. <laughs> oh my goodness. Right. Swastikas does not define who Canadians are. Just a short time ago, we had an election in this country where we asked Canadians how they wanted to keep fighting this pandemic. And their answer was clear. Canadians chose vaccines. Oh, okay. They chose science. Hmm. They chose to protect one another. Because Canadians know that's how we get back to the things we love. Over the last few weeks, there have been demonstrations across okay. the country and particularly here she in Ottawa. spoke in French at this point. Obviously, people have the right to demonstrate. Mm -hmm. They have the right to disagree with the government and to be heard. Mm -hmm. This is a fundamental right that we will always protect and uphold right. as a democracy. But people do not have the right to block streets illegally, mm -hmm. to harass their fellow citizens. Yeah, true. People who want to go to work, who want to go to school. They don't have the right to insult those who choose to wear a mask, yeah. to get vaccinated, to be there for their fellow citizens. It has to stop. The people of Ottawa don't deserve to be harassed in their own neighborhoods. They don't deserve to be confronted with the inherent violence of a swastika flying on a street corner. Or a Confederate flag, or the insults and jeers just because they're wearing a mask. That's, That's not who Canada, who Canadians are. That's not what Canadians demonstrated over the past two years. Okay, so I mean, provided the translation is accurate, what he's saying um, there is is pretty true. Um, although, of course, with regards to the dangers and things like that and the differences um, that can take place through having something like a vaccine, it's really important that people are educated and aware and understand. So, yeah, um, it's vitally important that there is a good amount of information out there and people aren't being silenced and for speaking up about that, as long as they're not entering into you know, uh, bombarding people or having a go at them. But you also have to understand that with regards to the vaccines in particular, because it's reported that they are actually um, aligned with the testing on aborted fetal cells, people then have the right to defend the unborn child, to defend and to prevent that type of of behavior and so therefore they're more than right to be speaking up with regards to the vaccines and what that seed 
entails like what actually comes from that so they're absolutely right to do that um but I think taking normal measures that don't harm that person or another person they're absolutely right people on both sides are right to be able to do that um and to do so peacefully and because it's sensible so as long as there isn't anything in connection with for example wearing a mask what other kind of things socially distancing there's nothing inherently wrong there's nothing wrong with these um really easy to do types of measures there's absolutely nothing wrong with them so these kinds of things yeah absolutely if anyone's like you know having a go at someone for doing either of these very sensible and let me put it this way the important part of this is is that neither of those harm anyone right so they're harmless measures they're good measures that are known to prevent the virus from spreading in its way through this airborne method in that way it prevents it in that way these are two very easy to do measures giving people respectful distance wearing a mask not difficult to do harmless um okay there are some people that may be extremely weak that cannot wear um particular masks but there are a variety of kinds if that is something that is still deemed um obviously at the time to be a requirement or something that helps whereby these cases are still large and if they still happen to have um, an impact which is and this is the important point because at one point perhaps it will still be in the communities but it may not impact people in an adverse way so that's the important factor while it's still impacting people in an adverse way to give them obviously that protection that further um safety net taking these measures until such times is definitely beneficial and yeah absolutely going against anyone taking them in terms of harassment is not right or good or fair um i can understand different points of view that i perhaps didn't think so much before about um which people might say well you know it's kind of like a a segregation thing or something like that um i think again it depends what your intent is and i would suggest that this is also the same with regards to um intent and the argument with regards to flags <clears throat> i don't know what someone's intent is with regards to waving a flag your intent for waiting or sorry for not just waiting for flying a flag could be pretty much anything <clears throat> perhaps these people are in favor of those flags perhaps they're not who knows what does the flag mean to each person what are you trying to say as a result of it um it all depends on intent but i think if someone has the intent of doing something to be harmful or nasty or rude or vindictive or to cause some sort of racial disturbance or abuse then obviously that would be um an illegal act that would not be fair or right or good for the common good and the good of all the people if that's what it was intended to do 
Um, you know, I I don't really, I don't really have any like. things to say really much further on that apart from I'm just thankful we have a, a good country that on the whole overall here so I'm thankful for that where we don't tend to do things like that we have Scottish flags which are completely acceptable we're part of the United Kingdom at the moment that's then a normal realistic flag both of these are realistic um, and understandable what it means? Well, the Union flag carries a lot of responsibility. It means, um, you know, accepting things that perhaps can be interesting to accept. It means understanding the kingdom and, uh, and all that that entails. It means being able to look beyond sometimes people and what skin they're in. And actually understanding just what I've been talking about before now on this um, podcast station, which is that of God, powers and principalities. If you don't understand those, yeah, I, you know, obviously um, the union flag can be really difficult, I would imagine, for anyone not comprehending all of these things, which do take a lot of wisdom. They do take a lot of understanding. But it is, you know, within different people's rights to not only to express their level of understanding, but to to be able to grow in their wisdom and understanding with regards to all these things as well, or to be at the level that they're at even. So again, it just depends what, what level someone's at with regards to a flag. Now, um, let's see what other points... Okay, oh, wait a minute. Discover Audible with an audio book on us. Oh, no, that's not the one. These protesters? This blockade, these protesters? They're not the story of this pandemic. They are not the story of Canadians in this pandemic. Canadians step up to get their first dose of vaccinations. That is the story of the country. People who've been there for each other. Everyone's tired of COVID. But these protests, these protests are not the way to get through it. I know people are tired, but we've seen it through the various waves and they're receding over the past months. These pandemic restrictions are not forever. Canada has one of the highest vaccination rates of our pure countries around the world. Why? And it's not because Canadians love getting needles. It's because Canadians trust science. Canadians trust each other to do the right things. It's in our national psyche of being able to be there for our neighbors. 
This is a story of a country that got through this pandemic by being united and a few people shouting and waving swastikas does not define who Canadians are. Okay. I am not sure then what he's trying to say if he's trying to say that people that are having the the swastikas are all people that are taking part in the protest or whether they're saying that part of the protest is to have a swastika and to be pointing that in the direction of the government in terms of making out that they're connected with that. So I'm not sure if he's trying to say that the protesters are connecting and identifying with the swastikas or if he's saying or stating that or if it is the the state of the situation that people are um, making out that the government are in connection or linking with those um, with regards to the swastika. I don't know which it is that's going on. Again, it depends. And just to be clear, after um, taking a long time over multiple <clears throat> videos and investigation into what's going on in Canada... I have to say that this is really important to point out. Like I have not seen one single one of those flags. I have seen what is apparently a Confederate flag, a flag with um stars and uh, all the links. And I just want to point that out. Um, that that particular one, which I believe is a Confederate flag, uh, was actually something which I found much later. Someone who was making, uh, you know, good points, actually. Um, but he was in America. And uh, under, you know, further investigation and from what I can see, and that person is still there. He's just very interested in what's going on there. Um, he just happens to be someone who um, I think has his own trucks and bits and pieces and works on them as well you can kind of understand um some of the things they're going through I'm not too sure what all he does but it was actually him so it was someone in America and I think it was in their own home so I just want to point that out there as well um yeah but I have never seen any swastikas haven't seen anything like that at all um I don't think anyway I don't think um, so that's it. I uh, just wanted to point that out there. My like main focus is on obviously, um, regardless of someone's race, their culture, their their backgrounds, their knowledge, or not or lack thereof with regards to history, um, their position, whatever it is. Like I haven't looked at that aspect. I've just gone straight to the source of, you know, what's right or wrong. Like, what would you want someone? to do to you do you you know and not just that but just most importantly like what's actually really fair like overall so I haven't actually as I say I haven't looked into political like um orientations or anything to do with any flags because sometimes people even know what they're doing and they might just have like something like that so you can't really get too caught up in all these details you've just got to go to the most important and most prevalent point upon intent of each like of these individuals okay 
so um so there obviously um he's presenting like a you know different stories of of what's going on with Canada um I haven't really heard that side of the, like I haven't really seen anything to do with that side of the story um really I don't think um I do know that Australia I believe it's either Australia or Israel that was um one of the countries with the highest vaccination rate and there's also a correlation with the highest amount of people vaccinated and also the highest amount of cases so I believe that if it was either Australia or Israel that had the highest amount of vaccinations and also the highest amount of cases so again yeah it's important I know he's talking about people being tired and talking about the science and it is important to push through sometimes and even although that you feel you know you've been told something in science a scientific um idea you need to keep going you need to keep going on to something better you can't just stay at that one level this is the wonderful thing about science is that it's progressive and that's also the same with our I want to say for some people's salvation, but for the same for our faith as it unfolds. So so does science. It is on a a, a level which is um connected, obviously, and um, with the spiritual, the ethereal, the what is not seen, um, and then becoming manifest. Science is a very interesting, um, topic. Absolutely, but it's one that we have to be responsive to, we have to keep up with the science. So as it moves forward, as new um, points present themselves, we cannot ignore them. For the sake of all the people, for ourselves, and for all people, for humanity, for all beings that deserve um, that level of astuteness, is vitally important. Therefore, to keep up as new things progress and emerge rather than to sit and to wait whilst people, you know, become badly impacted. We don't just sit and wait whilst others are badly impacted. We don't just sit and wait or forget about citizens and leave them to it when they're being badly impacted. We must be able to be responsive. Sometimes there are things that we do have to sit and wait out. If God gives us that command, sit and wait this out, then we do. There, I have talked about this and we'll get to kind of hear this in one of the broadcasts which came across and it talks about, you know, obviously action stations, that point to take action and also the point to cut off action. There there is obviously a point as well where we have to trust people to make their own decisions too and we have to let their lives play out. We can't micromanage everything. This is true. But where we're called to and where we know it's important to do something, to say something, um, then we have to do that. If it's in the right intent, we have to do that. And I think it would be seriously wrong to sit by just letting people be harmed by these different reactions and results 
to the vaccine and not to do or to say anything about it. I think that would be seriously strange and concerning to have that frame of mind. Um, that would be really negligent of science and most importantly of the people. But that in mind, I think to go forward, there has to be that level of ability to to really care about the people and to make the right decisions based on that care that is responsive and can make in the moment decisions where called to and where is necessary with regards to this pandemic. That in this case is obviously making sure there's a, a position which is fair to the people and does not force vaccines on them. There's nothing whatsoever against normal measures. And I do understand perhaps this is why there's a, a, a more of a difficulty in getting anything uh, to work or to move or to shift if um, people aren't taking some or at least some of the measures. But again, you've got to look at how it's impacting the people in this period of time. I don't know. I haven't looked at those particular numbers. So that would be something for the Canadian government to do is to look at where are the numbers at? How is it impacting people? How serious is it at, at this point as well? Um, and if it's still impacting, then yes, absolutely, the, the government have a right to um, to put forward these measures with regards to masking up, taking social distance or whatever else it is that's sensible and that's doable and that's achievable and that won't have a negative impact. That's, that's the main point. Something that will be a help and not a hindrance. Something that will be useful, not detrimental. Something that will be safe and and cause greater increase in health, not a decrease or um, a kind of lowering of health and well-being in any way. It's getting the balance right. So I think that's it. I think that's where you probably draw the line is with the vaccination process because it becomes extremely serious. Whereas your other measures are really doable in one way, shape or form or another. So there has to be something like that installed um, with regards to Canada. With all these um, situations taking place, I think whilst the government are still enforcing something that could be detrimental and dangerous to them, I do not know what other option or what answer you're, you know, that has been given to them. I just don't know because... They're not, they're really, they're not being given any other answer unless they completely back off away and decide to do their own thing regardless or, you know, um, I just, I really don't know what the answer is until obviously the government stopped forcing them. I think it's really good. Like I have heard there have there is a success and I thought that was a success straight away. And when I heard of Saskatchewan, um, I believe that's what it's called. 
when they made their statement that they were going to be ending the vaccine mandates and then trying to lift some of the other restrictions and measures by like the end of February. That was their kind of road map, their route out. And they were going to be stopping the vaccination mandates this weekend. I thought, well, that's really good. They've made an achievement there. I assumed that was, um, you know, all round in Canada. So, you know, um, but I think that would have to be stated as accepted all round for everywhere in Canada, the the topmost tier, before the, you know, you're really going to see anything. And I think that that's why everybody's um, holding the line, so to speak, because they haven't heard that word. They've got it in one place um, and maybe other places, but they're still um, waiting for that. And in a way that that's, that's actually showing that they are, that they do care and what's being said and it is impacting their lives. It's not just the other way about. Um, so I think it's vitally important to to get some further leadership there to confirm that for the people so that they can see there is a roadmap, there is a route, and they can start to make plans ahead. But I, I think like whilst their plans are being put on halt, how can we expect anyone else's plans I'm not to be as well. It's 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 something that is vitally important to be addressed in a way which um does have strong leadership, does the right thing, but isn't stagnant just because of a certain one position at one time with regards to um scientific ideas upon a vaccination it has to be up to date and you know based upon a wide variety of results and factors it's a lot to to look at I understand like if um their leader there has just had coronavirus and they're expressing being tired I can understand it's a lot to look at and perhaps allowing other people that time um, within his cabinet, within his group to to look over these things. And I, I do know they have been trying to do that. It sounded like they certainly were presenting these different facts um, the other day. So there is a lot there already out there. Perhaps they just need to to look at it more as a discussion rather than like, a, you know, a, a competition um, and, and speak kindly. Again, someone did mention like, the way that they're speaking to each other, perhaps if that could be toned down so that people can speak properly, they're going to be better heard, especially by someone if they have just had coronavirus and have literally just recovered from it. I think to speak to them in a tone that is calm so they can therefore understand um, what you're actually saying rather than just hearing your tone and not hearing the scientific facts or the data or the points that you're trying to make. So again, this is in um, Corinthians about love. Like if you're if you're not coming from a place of love, you're just going to sound like a, a loud banging gong. It's not going to sound, you know, your leader isn't going to be able to hear it unless it's coming from that place of like care, of love, of genuine um, and good intent. So that's vitally important as well for the other uh, 
leaders as well. So just having um, a look at this as well, um, very, very vitally important that, you know, those that were persecuted, this is a report obviously, so it needs to be found out with regards to just what has actually occurred um, in the fullness of reality in terms of persecution towards people that are Canadians. Um, that were unvaccinated. So what kind of persecutions did they actually face? And making response for that to ensure that obviously all their rights to their needs um, are met. Um, that's so important to do that. Um, obviously these people are there because they have been going through persecution with regards to the vaccine mandates. Now that's great. There has been a huge amount of, um, you know, great loving support and kindness, um, with regards to retracting these, and we hear that that's happening, um, in some places. Well, in Ottawa tonight, that's great. Um, but it's now looking at what's happened to be able to help these people like resettle or whatever they're doing there was talks of some people losing their home because they were persecuted with regards to this um so it's vitally important to to make some sort of um plans to help these people back out and make sure that the um keep a hold of their properties or whatever if that's what they're wanting to do some people no doubt perhaps are wanting to move or, or make changes in their life anyway if they had been treated badly um, perhaps that would make sense and um, some might not some might be happy to to go to where they actually come from originally and might like that I do not know um, but in any case they're obviously um, requiring help whatever they decide and whatever the government and they decide together, that's really essential. Um, yeah, I just had to put that out there because I did come across some different um, videos stating that was a potential problem. And some people are talking about a psychological warfare. It's not. It is um, a spiritual warfare and it's everybody um, going through different procedures and um, all that together. So here... It's hoping that all continues to come together really well for the goodness of all. But yeah, a lot of really good points happening, a lot of really great changes, a lot of successes and victories. That's brilliant. Um, but now, obviously, also making sure that people have their their homes, their vehicles, their fuel to be able to fuel up if they are meant to kind of um, head off from there then obviously the only way they can do that is if they do have their fuel and things um it's vitally important that they have their rights and obviously like whilst they're there they will actually be requiring to use like facilities that are there so if there are like um people that do have um i suppose like what is it kind of kitchens or places or whatever like to give um, sort of support to them as well is really important like that every single person um, 
his right to that kind of that support especially those that are just standing up you know for their rights that's that's really important um obviously i know it can be really difficult if there's been like um different points of like harassment and things like that obviously that's not acceptable so it's a fine line isn't it and it's making sure it's all organized in a a particular way but those that have been like peaceful and simply um, standing up for their rights uh, as part of the convoy should definitely you know you have to make sure that they're gonna be okay um that's it so let's just have a look um here in scotland what we're managing to achieve and what our rules are <laughs> so it's important to be realistic it's important to be in the moment it's important to be astute it's it's vitally um essential for everybody to have wisdom and not just to pretend a pandemic isn't happening at the same time we want to look to the future as well and think about road maps out we want to kind of look at how these things have happened in the past and keep ahead of that and we also want to look at the current situation. What's happening? Is there like a change um, in direction? We also want to see how um, different things are impacting people so that there can be a responsiveness with regards to retracting anything that needs to be retracted. Um, as we have done here in Scotland by retracting the vaccine mandate and the vaccine passports, for example. So that level of responsiveness is required it's not just about saying, oh my gosh, nothing matters altogether. It's about being honest and looking at the facts. So the honesty and the facts would um, definitely point to the fact there is a pandemic it's still ongoing. There are um, serious impacts with regards to health um, for that, with regards to the pandemic, but also on the other end of that with regards to the vaccine. So therefore, the responsiveness that is appropriate in terms of a measured response is what we have taken. And yeah, I think that's amazing. And I'm really pleased with the government for that. So here are the current rules. Um, the only thing is, you know, the government overall are kind of a bit sticky and sticking on um, the fact that the vaccine is still out there. They still have um, measures and guidance um, what they have stated is very important that there are actually laws in place. There are laws with regards to face coverings. There aren't laws. Obviously, the the vaccine um passport and things have been retracted, and there was never a law with regards to that anyway. It was just, or you know, in terms of like you must get this, but it was like a kind of almost like a forcing and coercion, um, and then we had that retracted. Um, I think that's, again, it's because people realised that that's what was happening. I don't think people were doing that intentionally. So that's occurred, um, which is very responsive and really good. <clears throat> um, but there is a lot in place for the things that are doable, achievable, easy to do, and that do actually um, make a difference and have proven to make a difference. So that's why face coverings, by law, you should still wear a face covering in most indoor public places distance aware scheme well obviously everybody should be able to take distance a distance aware badge or lanyard shows others you need more space or care all right so obviously take a distance from everyone not just expecting 
okay, that person doesn't have a lanyard on that we can see, well, I'm just going to go look right up to them. And it's not, you know, being humans, it's not always easy to remember that sometimes and many a time, you know, like I have had people come up to hug me and then that's passed that on to my psyche and then I've gone ahead and gone to hug people as they've gone without thinking about it and you're just, oh, wait a minute, whoa. So you see how these things without even thinking like can pass on. So just being mindful in the moment um, helps out a lot with that. Whether or not someone's wearing a badge, we, sh- we shouldn't have to have people wearing badges to tell you they need space and they need to be respected. That's ridiculous. Okay, um, hmm. Vaccines, including booster vaccinations and vaccine certificates. Um, again, these have been removed in terms of um, retracting of the mandates and also the, I thought the certificates were removed as well. <clears throat> Passports have been removed. They're not mandated. But yeah, it's still up on the government site. So don't really know what's going there going on there they haven't maybe updated things so that needs to be updated um there's all sorts of laws for like businesses and places of work and they still manage to work fairly effectively in fact i've got a booking to attend somewhere in glasgow and what they do is they just make it really really easy to understand and it's not like it's a dictatorship where, you know, it's like everybody is in agreement with it. It's not difficult to do. Like, I think it's important not to take things too personally or be prideful or arrogant about things. I think that really helps. Like, if you can look at things through the eyes of love and kindness and say, okay, and again, it depends how it's coming across, but if it's just giving specific details about you know, please book in for this time. Please, when you come, have a mask on. Um, you know, do this or do that. Or when, you know, you leave the place, you will have, like, this area uh, cleared or whatever. Like, these are just simple procedures. It's not something, um, you know, this is a message, obviously, to people in, like, another country. Like, it's not something to get arrogant about or worried about or um, to take personally. It's literally just for health and hygiene and safety. Like, I I do think that is a big point of this when I listen to some of the other countries and what would help them to be more successful is just just to actually drop the ego and not take things, like, so personally. Like, just understand it is just logical, common sense. Okay, um, let me have a look. Um, Where am I going to? The purple... <clears throat> okay, so I did not <laughs> decide to go here. This is actually um Lucy who decided she would like to go to a particular place in Glasgow. So we're going there and it tells you, what does it say? I don't think it's got anything about coronavirus measures on the start. I thought it did before. Um, House rules, perhaps. Okay. Right. Face coverings must be worn unless you are seated. 
No outdoor footwear, you'll be asked to remove your shoes on entry. Please bring socks or slippers with you. Um, and we sell socks at reception 395. Please wash your own pots and use sanitizer when directed by staff. Like these things are just like being funny. Like they're not <clears throat> things for you to take, you know, seriously or personally. No outside food or drinks are allowed. Never wake a sleeping kid. <laughs> I'm not even going to go into all the different things. Like, it's just funny. Anyway, but obviously some of them are important, like putting on your mask before you go in or whatever. It's not a big deal. Anyway, so <clears throat> I just thought I would share that. Like, it is not a big deal. This is how we're able to, like, achieve success. Because, look, I think so, it's actually said in one of the... um one of these adverts I think they're doing about we Scots, we don't take ourselves too seriously. Well, you know, we should take ourselves seriously. We just don't become arrogant or prideful or like, you know, over egotistical. And it seems to work pretty well. So that's what helps us to have like these achievements and to have the successes we do. We're responsive to things and we just, you know, Get on with it. Yes, yeah, so blessings all God's people, all godly people coming here, all people, in other words, of good intent, just to round up everything um, today. I hope you thoroughly enjoyed this. <laughs> I do speak very honestly. I take the responsibility seriously um, to do my best through communion with the Holy Spirit. And I rely on a shared understanding to do that. And, you know, I have to do the same when I listen to others especially like, you know, when I'm listening to leaders and they, they're saying different things and they're doing different things, I have to listen with love and with kindness. And then I have to respond with love and kindness. And I do have a high order, a tall order for myself. um, Or maybe it's just a normal order. I don't know, but it's something that I endeavor and try my best. Albeit being a human, I do try my best to do it. And so I do, I expect the same from others as well. Like I literally just respond, you will have heard it in my voice and my tone, um, listening to Justin Trudeau and then responding. Like I can listen all the way through and listen to his points of view and you really be honest with the Holy Spirit and say what um, needs to be said in terms of what's agreeable, what makes sense. But if I have got extra knowledge and wisdom on something, I don't just hold that back. It's, you know, we're, we're here, it's one time in one life and we've got to do what God draws us to do. And yeah, like I said, sometimes it is about remaining quiet. Other times, you know, if there's something particular that you know, you've got to do the right thing. I have personal experience um, with the vaccination process. Um, I have had experiences before, good, not so good, with um, injections in general, um, from a medical standpoint only. Thanks be to God for that. That's a good one. But um, yeah, um, in the past, I've never had any problems with anything like that. Um, I just 
didn't look into things as in depth. We all grow, we grow in our wisdom, we grow in our clarity and we we grow in our sense of our humanness and, and who we are, our character. We come to more understanding. So obviously I've got that. I've got responsibility at a higher level. I know more about what's going on with regards to how these are tested. I'm an adult, so I've got responsibility as well as my rights. Um, I have a duty to think about myself and others and to speak up where it's important to do so and uh, not to just be negligent or not care about myself or others, you know. Especially I've always been that way where I've always kind of cared. Um, yeah, I'll be always trying to look, strive for better. Um, I have always had a like a knowing and definitely like a building upon um you know an increasing awareness for others and and empathy for people but I'm also able to kind of like you know be that way where I can take a step back think about it and have faith overall you know know when to go with something and when to cut off um when it's necessary what's right you know to do and to go with that intuition and to see to witness to see how other people have been impacted to hear the real life stories to look into real people's eyes to see them together to know what their concerns are and their cares are for their own families and that's very important to me okay I have someone that I know specifically who was impacted by um, the injection the vaccine the first time they didn't even open up to me the second time about what happened the second time so I have no idea um and sometimes I think this person you know the way that they speak to me is so annoying but I still always care for them because they're my family you know and even if they weren't like we're all a type of family together um everybody you know I care about how it impacts people so that's the reason behind this um that is my stance and I'm always going to be the one who will speak to the heart and the soul of what's going on and um because I do it with that intent of a good intent I know I'm always read led red <laughs> don't know where that came from led in the right direction okay so <clears throat> you will be able to hear all about, and this is going to be important for a lot of people, I think, um, the law of forgiveness, in fact, which has come up um, today. Obviously, forgiveness doesn't mean to say that we don't stand up for our rights, that we don't, um, you know, that we just allow people to be abusive or nasty to us without there being consequences, without there being a boundary and a a line drawn it doesn't mean that um but it does mean a resolution in our own lives even when that is to cut something off and say right that's you over there thank you or you know out the way that's that cut off now no more um whatever it is it's doing that or whatever is being done for the right reasons some people Yes, with their situations, there's not really much to forgive. And there's kind of more of an understanding of the different parties and how each have collaborated and things. And some people can move on with good resolution. In any case, however, people move on and forward together. 
especially with the lengths of the convoys taking place in Canada or wherever else, I think all of these events help to give everybody greater clarity about where everybody really stands and that perhaps some of the narratives that other people try to seek to put out there maybe aren't quite as accurate, to say the least, as um, things really are. And so it's given everybody an opportunity to see what the real truth is about a lot of things. And um, again, we're still always uncovering that, aren't we? Because it's about the more about the unfolding of the nature of our relationship with God and more than anything, more than any one of these individual situations or occurrences in our lives. It truly is always about going back and looking inward and reflecting upon these situations and our relationship with God, how we um, interacted with it, how we coped with it and what our relationship was, was like with God throughout it all. It will always be the most prominent um, point so that being said, that is available for you to listen to. You can get a hold of that for today. Um, you can listen to any time, of course. It is up at the top along with this broadcast as well. So you'll be able to get it there. And thank you very much. Uh, continue to join on with these. As I said, there are plenty of resources, broadcasts all the way up until March 2022.